When life gives you misogyny, you gotta grow some ovaries. Hello and welcome to Grow Some Ovaries by The Rational Feminists. This week we're talking about religion, um, amongst other current news topics. We also have a special guest today. Um, so you've got myself as usual, so you've got Lowry, you've got Bathan. Hello. You've got Harriet. Hello. And you've got our special guest joining us today, Meg. Hey. <laughs> and we've also got a lid. <laughs> so hopefully we're going to have um, some really interesting discussions over the next um, hour or so. Um, but we wanted to start off around um, what's been in the news. So, Batham, I think you had something that you'd read recently that you wanted to chat through. Yeah, so um, it's really just a, a positive news story, but also reflecting on how far feminism has sort of come. So uh, I read recently, I think the Boston Marathon was maybe last weekend or the weekend before, yeah. uh, and there was a woman ran in it, uh, I think she's 17. The first time she ran in it was uh, 20, sorry, 50 years ago, <laughs> uh, when she signed up as like C.K. Lewis or something. Uh, so we didn't put her gender down, put on her bib and started running. And at that point, uh, women weren't allowed to run marathons. Men didn't think they could do it. <laughs> Is it on account on the, of their being Being weak, female. Weak yeah, weak. Yeah, exactly. Weak in body. And there's some really, a really good photo. In fact, I'll show you guys. Obviously, you won't be able to see on the... Um, podcast um, which I'm showing the other guys is some um, men sort of rugby tackling this woman out of the the race which I just think is hilarious um, and yeah it's just a nice sort of positive story that she ran obviously legitimately uh, 50 years uh, later 50 years later um, 70s well. uh, yeah exactly yeah. wonder yeah. if any of those men that she ran with 50 years ago are still running the marathon yeah that's, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess uh, moves on to the other sort of good news sport story that we had. Yeah, so um, Serena Williams is pregnant, and um, it's you know great, great when people <laughs> get pregnant, everyone's happy. But actually, <laughs> she she won her twenty third Grand Slam without dropping a set while in the early stages of pregnancy. I mean, yeah. that's just incredible. She, well, how many weeks pregnant was she? Well, she's now... Well, I, she's I in early she's, stages, well, I think. Well, I read it was 20 weeks. Yeah, I, I think it's... 20 weeks now, so therefore she would have been a little bit early. Yeah, it doesn't say exactly how many weeks. But I think that's really... It's really good because it's often used as an excuse, isn't it, pregnancy? It's the same as... Um, oh, apparently she's five or six weeks? Jessica Ennis yeah. Hill, when she came back after having her first kid. And that was amazing that she got back up to world-class mm. level yeah. after having a baby because it's all often said that, you know, you mm. have a baby and that's the end of your career. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also... It is also cultural because I remember when I was living in Ghana... Uh, there, like the the school cook was pregnant, and she. I mean, this is not obviously good practice, but in terms of like women's bodies, like she literally she was pregnant. She gave birth in the morning, and was just back in work in the afternoon, <laughs> smiling, oh my fine God. with a baby on her hip, like. But still, you know, carrying like really heavy cordons of feeder. And my point is, like, of course you have to have some break to like bend, like bond with the child and stuff. But it's not like women, you know, women have been giving birth and doing active stuff as part of their jobs for like. Thousands, years, yeah. and it's not like you know, people aren't capable. Yeah. yeah, and the same with Paula Radcliffe. She gave, yeah. she had a kid, and she was back, you know, running marathons within months. And then people were like, "Oh, this isn't healthy. She shouldn't be able to get back mm. to being so fit so quickly." And it's like, well, like you have both. You're either called fat or you get skinny. Yeah, there's like, so much. <laughs> there's so much placing of your bodies before you get pregnant, and then also while you're pregnant, and then as soon as you're post-pregnancy and like dropping the baby weight or whether you've just ballooned and haven't like well that's the thing isn't it about Serena yeah Serena Williams like she gets so much stick Mm. for having an athletic body yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm 
I'm so scared of bullshit. Yeah. Like, but I'm not okay. But she's exactly. not a man. Like, good yeah. for her. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing unfeminine about being strong no. and being yeah. physically capable of doing all those things. It's, she's still a. But like, I think that's what scares people sometimes. Like the same with Paula Radcliffe, the fact that they are able yeah. to do it. It's like yeah. going against this stereotype that women have a baby and suddenly have baby brain. Yeah, and they're like, like this fragile little thing. This, because actually, if you say to women, you can do all of this, some of you might not be able to, but you know, you can do this. And actually, there's a lot less power then in kind of mm. a man, you know, having to do everything for you. Albeit, yeah. obviously, there there is you know positives in that. Yeah. And then oh, it's a really good story. Yeah. yeah. Go Serena Williams. Happy happy news. And yeah. you know, good luck with babies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, so I had something around um the gender pay gap and more that in the news recently, it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um it comes into effect on the eighth of April. Yeah. Um where companies with more than two hundred and fifty employees now have to publish how much they pay their men and women. So it's That's really, good. really clear um, in mm. terms of if they are paying their men more than the women who are doing exactly the same job. Mm. I'm not sure how it's quite going to work in terms of job titles and things, because I sort of, in my really cynical mind, I just think companies will just then change some... Yeah, job yeah, titles, definitely. you know, to say yeah. we're going to add admin on here and actually that's why they're getting less and whatever, even if they do are doing the same role. But it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Um, I think a lot of companies in the like FTSE 100 have been doing, not necessarily publishing their results, but have been under pressure to get more women on boards mm. and stuff already. Yeah. So I think it's just filtering down into kind of legislation. Will you look at your company's results? So, I mean, um, I work for a company which has more than 250, so I'd be very interested to see those. Yeah, would well, it impact... Yeah. I guess they're hoping it would impact where people choose to work. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I think if you if you apply for a job at a company and it's, it's clearly... Well, it's illegal anyway. That's what I don't really understand. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's no but. sort of there's no policing of it because it's not widely available unless you do like a an FOI or something like that. A what? Sorry, freedom, a freedom of information, information oh, right, act. Sorry. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not the sort of information that like personnel. It's it's Data. really yeah yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and it is good. It is good that it's being published because I think also the British or maybe it's just a general culture of not talking about one salary also definitely helps per like perpetrate the fact mm. that you can get away with pet paying like people more because people just don't ask yeah people yeah. Just don't ask right and it's like you don't you know, discuss it so you're not aware and yeah yeah no i don't it will make a difference like say reputationally if, it, if it's like for some reason men are generally paid mm. more whether that's because they're in higher positions that's still bad because they shouldn't be there's no reason for it to be more than yeah there yeah. shouldn't be any disparity yeah i mean the fact that you know some companies do have quotas or targets to say they need this amount it's a good thing in many ways but it's like yeah they're still not saying it should be 50 50 you know? yeah exactly it's still all we need to get to a better a better proportion rather than 50 50 and then that's where i think we discussed on our last podcast maternity leave and that always comes Mm. in as an excuse in terms of why women don't Mm. progress in their careers and actually it's not necessarily an excuse and we shouldn't be using that because men can take maternity leave as well exactly and and talking about quotas as well there was this is slightly relevant because today is this big march to do with science and how great it is um (laughs) Big advocate. Well, <laughs> well how how people <laughs> how people should still fund it. Um, but anyway, like my my supervisor when he applied for faculty position at Imperial, he had to he looked up a load of stuff on equality because he was nervous they were going to ask him something to do with this. 
Um, and there was, oh, I think it was Harvard or was it MIT, somewhere in the States, they imposed a quota to say they were going to only hire, the next four permanent staff were only going to be female. So they would only accept female applicants. And so obviously there was this, this kind of, oh, this is positive discrimination, whatever. But if you then look at how these females performed in terms of the number of, re, in terms of the quality of teaching and the number of pu- papers they published, they performed either at least two average or better than the average of the field mm-hmm. at that time, which somehow dispels this idea that you have to reduce your and then and then because you had already more women at top therefore you got the kind of a filter trickle through more of more women well, I think below but this idea that quoted me that that was the quality also so i think the, down is not yeah entirely true yeah there's, there's a really good um analogy that i think you said and i don't know whether it was on the last podcast so apologies for going over old ground which did make me think because i'm always a bit dubious about oh you know because i wouldn't want to necessarily get a job just because someone had said yeah. you know you're a woman, therefore you've got not necessarily a better chance because you've already been discriminated against in, in terms of that, but you would, if there was two, a male and a female candidate and they pick the female one because you're female, then you do start questioning yourself. Yeah, it doesn't mean you necessarily can be better at the yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. It's just because they need more women. Yeah, but um, the argument for it is, like, you can't tell if you're running with the wind and you can't tell that you're being pushed forward right so you can't yeah, tell exactly. you're being pushed yeah. going faster but when you turn around and run into the wind you're really conscious of the fact that you're being running into the wind and therefore <coughs> running into something which is a bit harder mm-hmm. and it's an analogy for yes it should all be equal we should all be have no wind but men are actually often running mm-hmm. with the wind and therefore don't necessarily notice the positive things that they mm-hmm. get from being a man mm-hmm. whereas women you are more likely to notice the fact that you're getting chucked and you mm. sort of think, oh, is that because I'm a woman? And you, so you therefore yeah. you notice it a bit more, and yeah. therefore that's where. But I mean, yeah, we're always going to be think... more um, critical of ourselves in yeah. that respect, and we're always going to ex- sort of expect more of ourselves than of men, just by virtue of having to prove ourselves more in the past. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, we are sort of our own worst enemies in that respect. We're always going to feel like we're not mm. as worth as much yeah, just absolutely. because we've been told that. Yeah. Mm. No, so pay gap, really good, positive, over 250 employees. It'd be good to understand, kind of look at what difference mm. that makes in kind of a year's time or whatever. Yeah, so. I, yeah. Wish, I wish my company was bigger so I could see, yeah. but yeah. Um, unfortunately I'm just under, I think. Um, so our next item on the agenda, which I never know what to call it. The feminist our, agenda. The feminist <laughs> agenda for this month. No, we're going to be looking, so we have um, a regular section so this is going to be called, this is going to be Women's Issues. And this month we are going to be talking about the Women's Equality Party because it's, um, Theresa May has called a snap election. Um, and so we thought it'd be interesting. We've already talked about politics. If you tune into our special podcast that we've recorded. The um, election special. The election special. <laughs> um, but we thought it'd be good to kind of reference the fact that in eight weeks' time we will be having an election and there is a party, the Women's Equality Party, who are campaigning, I believe, just on what they would denote as women's issues. And this uh, is with Sandy Thompson. Yeah, Sandy Thompson. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's worth sort of just discussing... Well, I think, yeah, sort of seeing what we think about it. They're key, just for anyone who doesn't know, I was looking at their policy documents this morning. Uh, so they're looking for equal pay agree with that yeah. equal parenting and caregiving yeah, so equal are. leave um flexibility dads matter that sort of thing um equality in education so equal opportunities in teaching school leadership beyond pink and blue the earliest conceptions of gender yeah. very good um a sex and relationships education which i also believe is a oh, massive yeah, thing good. Uh, what? sorry i didn't sex, sex and relationships right. education mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. um so important. Yeah. yeah yeah yes. 
Um, and then they've got ending violence against women and girls, which I mean, presumably every partner, every party wants to do. But they have yeah, got some really yeah, yeah. Um, they have got some really good stats actually on that. Then they also have equality in the media. So one of the stats was that only one in four news experts are women. Okay. Um, also, one in three children aged five to six say their ideal body shape is thinner. Oh my Christ. God, that's so young. Um, that's awful, And only 11% of sports coverage is of women's sports. Sorry, that's just some facts they've got there, which are actually quite good. Um, yeah, equality in the media, so sort of trying to get people into the media, equal representation, so women on boards and stuff like that, um, and then equal healthcare. So those are their main issues. Obviously, are very sort of women's based well, but, but, but not, yeah what's everyone's not, thoughts they've not actually yeah, they've, they've not sorry, mentioned yeah, women's yeah. at all in that every yeah. single policy is saying equality in and well apart from women and girls but um and yeah no it's all just saying quality yeah. actually and I, I do uh, I think their like equal parenting thing is, is really good saying yeah, about that they are that. focusing on, on men as well in that respect yeah. and um, like equality in um, teaching and stuff I'm sure they're going to advocate for more um, men in yeah, younger I, caregiving roles as well exactly and they said like something like 9 out of 10 uh, primary school teachers are women so they were yeah, talking about yeah. trying to change that I, I, I guess um, the point is it, it is, a, it is equality across women. gender yeah but it's not equality with the focus is equality across gender it's not a focus per se about equality across ethnic minorities for example I guess yeah yeah like we were saying we were saying earlier me and Harriet were saying you know, we assume they, they would want and they're anti-discrimination for that. We don't think the Women's Equality Party is racist, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't say anything else. But I think, I think but, it's an interesting... I mean, I, I would never vote for them. Well, no, because they're not going to win. No, but, but how about a protest vote, would you? Or would you... No, would you, no would you, do it's you not agree worth with, it. Tories will but, get in. But you agree with their policies, no? But do you think they're too limited, or is it the I name? I agree with their policies, but I would actually expect all mainstream parties yeah. to have those policies. Yeah, I, I get it's a very low bar. Saying, yeah. yeah. And, that, but, and that, I get, is the awareness pieces. That maybe isn't in, you know, they're not the headline manifesto stuff, but I'm, I would hope that that is the aim of all, across all political spectrums, because gender equality isn't... A, a, like a political yeah you wouldn't think yeah, it's a contentious it's issue it's not, it's not the priority of many no. No. And yeah, I mean, but, I but if you wanted it to be a priority surely you would, you would then vote for when they no, because they would mean they I think I think quoting Sand, um, Sandra Tomskin, Tomskin, Sandy Topsvig Topsvig who's an American never say when she was asked about this as to why she because she left hosting yeah. um, the news quiz the news quiz and she just said well I've spent my entire life kind of complaining and complaining uh, about women's rights and I have an opportunity to actually just mm. do... I mean, a lot of people have complained about the name. Where my mouth is and... Yeah, yeah, yeah I get no, it. Okay. I still wouldn't call yeah. it the women's equality part. No, I mean, it, it's, it's not very name. catchy, is it? No, honestly, what would you call it? alienates it? people. Equality. The equality yeah, party. Yeah. And, and I would but then, But then why, why shouldn't... But they, they are for women, aren't they? So it's, it's saying what they're doing in the name. Yeah, but I just think it alienates but like... I feel yeah, like that alienates half the population. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that Even is. No, it shouldn't. Yeah. I get that, but it's about equality. I mean, it, it but is I one of those one of those um, like battles to have is to say, look, just because we're saying women's issues or like w- things that affect women are important, and you can say women's like feminism, it's feminism, but it's still about all people. It's all about mm, equality. Yeah. But it, that's that's a lesser battle than all of the rest of the ones yeah. that they're trying to wage, and I think it's not worth putting half the population after that. Yeah. I do think using the word women's equality. It shouldn't do. It absolutely shouldn't. But it will put people off because they think it won't apply to men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so but, therefore. Yeah. yeah. I. I completely agree. It's, it's not going to appeal as much to men. But yeah. 
Um, but I think going back to the, you know, this is in our women's issues section, and we've talked about it before, and I guess this it goes back to why they're called the Women's Equality Party and, and why probably I, you know, it's not a women's issue. Yeah, none of these are specifically these, women's issues. These are... They should be issues just, for everybody. Exactly. You know, by improving these for women... Although it may benefit women more than men, it benefits society. Yeah, this as is a what whole. I mean. It's not. It, should, it's not it, should be, it shouldn't be seen as alienating to men. This is my point. No, but it will be by saying for for some but it will. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. There's plenty of people who still don't understand somehow, or the message isn't put across well. The fact that a woman, you know, women's rights doesn't mean that you're somehow going to belittle men's rights. Yeah, exactly. I um, I read really, I read the comments this morning in an article which was reporting poorly, to be fair, on a study which found that men who found sexist jokes more amusing mm. tend to have, tended to have uh, more doubt to do with their, you know, masculinity and self-esteem and mm. stuff and also tended to somehow relate to, to more laddishness, which is, very common sense. Yeah. Yeah, but reading the sense. comments underneath was like the first comment was like, "Well, this is clearly a study done by post post menstrual frustrated <laughs> women in lab coats." Uh, because and then the next one was like, "Oh, what a shame that men can have a laugh." Lot and it was just like, "Oh, point in case." <laughs> <laughs> but it's just depressing when you read these kind of yeah. comments and you're like, "It's still it's still preventive. the fact that you know I I agree that, that it wasn't it wasn't you couldn't quite tell from the study if it's just significant or not. Yeah. They didn't report, yeah. but. Just people would sh- shout it out the water straight away because they feel like it's kind of impeding on, yeah. on commenting on men's masculinity, masculinity somehow or belittling yeah. men. It's like, Jesus, guys. That happens a lot. They're so fragile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so I think we've talked about the Women's Equality Party and I think, as you said, they've got some good stats yeah. on their website. Anyway, so it's probably worth a look. Yeah. See what you think. Um, our next <laughs> one is You Should Be Bothered. So we have this every month. It's mm-hmm. um, a regular pops up every time and um, I think Bethan you had a you should be bothered and we're relating to um kind of back to our overall theme of religion <laughs> we have not, really have not really touched upon <laughs> this month but you know we can yet try you know Easter the lambs are in the fields and we're all it's that lovely pagan eating them. <laughs> he, he has risen exactly he has risen yeah exactly the um, is rolled yeah. So our you should be bothered sort of fact uh, is uh, only you should be bothered uh, that only twelve percent of senior or like ordained leaders are women. Um, so I assume this probably won't shock a lot of people. Um, but there's a couple of different facts actually which go along with this. So um, there's also I don't how do you say that really. Religion. Re- no. <laughs> no. You should be bothered that Bethan can't read. <laughs> but religion contributes to more unequal gender outcomes. So, for example, countries with the highest level of religion. Um, but it's just there, an, there are examples of like um, sort of secularization going like the wrong way, like France. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, just generally throw that one in there. Just like if you're French, <laughs> <laughs> just all the French people out there. Any French don't vote for the Please. But I think we'd we'd all agree that there's such a small amount of women, like women church, religion, religious leaders. Um, for example, and I, and I was reading an article. That the Pope still says that um, women will never be Roman Catholic Catholic priests. And I think the only the first woman bishop was like last year. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Pope's essentially just saying, yeah, no, like, women aren't good enough um, because I mean, of certain is, things is, in the Bible. Isn't this I one really of the most progressive Popes we've ever had? Yeah. And yeah. still so conservative. I really and wish, like, um, you know how there was that female Pope, and that's why they now examine, they have that chair. 
yeah. hole in. <laughs> because basically in the... I'm going to get this all wrong, so fact check. Sorry. Um, but it was like in medieval times and this woman... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, don't go quoting this because it might be wrong. But in medieval times there was some a woman who um, managed to get up all through the popery. No, that's pretty... Pace, that's the stuff you put around your head. Yeah, the papal. Papal, yeah, ranks. that's it. Yeah. Um, I managed to become a pope, and then they realised that she was a woman, and it was awful. And now they have a chair that you have to sit on with a hole in to make sure you're a man. You get checked. You get checked. <laughs> make sure something drops through. How invasive. What? I know. So I'm sure I know it may be completely wrong, but that's what I've What if it's not heard. quite long enough to drop through? Or Do something like that. Like that I don't know. I think maybe someone man. gives you a squeeze and, you know. But it would be horrendous that a woman could possibly have a position of power in the No, because God, church, God can't speak directly to women. Because no. we are it's not worthy. We're vessels. We're vessels. We're carry. vessels for his children, possibly yeah. sometimes when he fancies yeah. impregnating yeah. some virgin. So, so, <laughs> so I read a quite an interesting, article, interesting article called "Is God Sexist?" Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> God is a figment. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, can God be sexist? In fact, it's really interesting. If God only exists in, in people's. Um, Minds. minds then he's a product of he or she exactly. or it is a product of their own sexism and that is really awesome in- female warrior which has a bow and arrow mine is basically uh, the Zena. guy yeah. <laughs> yes, Zena, warrior princess. but that's really it's really interesting what you say there because actually if you think god was obviously faith is a is a big thing we don't want to offend anyone but, no, but potentially us, if you if you disclaimer none of us have, have faith yeah we're all um, and a, we understand but I went to church for very many years because my whole family is religious, so I I have seen it from the other side yeah. as well. So and I'm not yeah. I have nothing against it. No, yeah, yeah exactly. I, mean, and I don't think any of us have got any issue with religion. The only time you have an issue with religion, as with any group of people, is when you use that as a tool to impose the rights of others. Exactly. Exactly. Or very eloquently put there. The standard of light. I read I read I read a really interesting article which sort of ties into this. If you sort of assume that okay, maybe God is not you know it, it, from an atheist point of view is sort of a, a product of the society at the time uh now they're doing all this like machine learning with robots and stuff and they're saying that a lot of the robots they produce and machine learn from all the stuff on the internet um mm, yes. are like really sexist and racist yes, because the whole they society are, yeah. is so it's, it's actually yeah it's inherent the information that they learn yeah. so it sort of reflects actually, reflects back to society no, so robots say, reflect yeah. back society um, we need more um, sort of lateral thinking people doing like in the artificial intelligence um, examinations because at the moment it's engineers doing it and they're not necessarily mm-hmm. taught the same like philosophical questions yeah. as like but also similar um, it's a lot of the algorithms so for example for employing someone we're going a little bit off topic we'll, we'll try and bring it we'll back <laughs> but um, uh, tangents yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of the algorithms they use, is, um, for example, for employing people, is they'll look at um, who did well before, and a lot of the names will be white male n- names. Then when they're looking these algorithms, when they're looking at new names, say uh, an, an Arab name or something like that, they won't have ever, any previous evidence yeah, to say they did yeah, the job well, so and therefore they discriminate against so it. So it would be to have to have a different way of creating AI yeah. that doesn't, because most most of it at the moment, because there's no sort of, well, it's not no sort of thought of it, but there's. It's not creating intelligence. It's just creating a reflection of our own experiences. It's not. It's not intelligent. 
No, but you can only teach an algorithm to learn like a kid learns. Exactly. So, so it's learning like we learn. It's experiencing like we experience, and it's reflecting back. Exactly. So yeah. there's there's not, and and that is literally how many of these algorithms work. They kind of ask an algorithm to do something, see how it changes the environment, mm. and you're trying to maximize some kind of reward. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to yeah alter that. It's, yeah, think. it's sort but, of like but, the, the whole the 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 starting point is wrong because it's only going to show us a but, reflection. But pulling what? it back to religion, well, is it because um, because this religion essentially, well, a lot of religi- religious people would discriminate against, or religion, sorry, not people who follow that religion, but a lot of religion, religious teachings discriminate against women. Mary Magdalene was written out, wasn't she, whatever her story. Yeah. I mean, I think... There's and why, but why is that important? Is that because religion well. influences a lot of what society... I think says. I think the problem is that it's, yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's the that, prism it's, in which we view things isn't yeah. it? it's religious I mean less in this country but for example this is an, an example of countries where often they are poorer and in these countries um, religious leaders have more societal mm. status mm. and if by definition this is like to say this these high people in society or how whoever like respect in society can only be men that's already uh, an image being projected mm. on this I mean a good example women. of that is condoms <laughs> yeah <laughs> Knew we'd get there in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, in terms of it's um, not allowing... I don't even remember what my point was. Not allowing condoms... They, they Condom don't... Catholic yeah. use. Yeah, yeah, Catholic use of condoms. Yeah. And, and therefore... And Catholicism has sort of invaded Africa, for lack of a better word. Yeah. I'm not trying to find a better word, because that's pretty much what they've done. <laughs> but, um, White missionaries. Yeah, it's, there's, there's a real problem with um, HIV and AIDS being transmitted sexually... Um, various ways through various people and then continuing on through babies and whatever. And this is just for both men and women, to be fair. I mean, exactly, obviously the woman going to get pregnant, but I mean, for both Yeah, they're going to give birth to men and women and they're going to yeah. carry on. And but, yeah, and I so mean, condoms would, would no, obviously stop this. No, I think it was just this. more that when people, when it was around when condoms, are, you know, if they're given out free mm. at a clinic or whatever, and there's always a lot of things like when they first started doing that it was going to encourage promiscuity, promiscuity. Um, of women but actually it's like obviously it wouldn't but it also ties into that that the Pope has said don't use a condom and therefore has encouraged a lot of sexually transmitted diseases yeah I mean HIV the is, developing is world. an awful awful problem it's an epidemic and um, you can there are lots of AIDS charities that are giving out free condoms mm. in like public restrooms all across like yeah. South Africa because yeah. nobody is using them because the well, the whole cultural aspect of it is that you shouldn't because it's immoral and then, you know, it just mm. perpetuates the problem. But I, I think more generally, I mean, one cannot deny that religion has been, I mean, a very generally undermining woman and has caused the deaths of many women. I mean, yeah. witch hunts, for example, mm. many of those yeah. were highly religious. It's not really mm. portrayed yeah. so much, I mean, but yeah, it was this idea that, you know, you were sleeping with the devil yeah. somehow. This caused a lot of women to be killed. The idea People of being marriage stoked. and ownership. Yeah. You know, this is only, like, what, in the 1990s yeah. when it was no longer just your God-given right to be able to rape your wife whenever you yeah. wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Being stoned. Stoned. Yeah. They're selling almost a virgin bride and yeah. saying that they have to be virgin and all this. I mean, it's very hard to draw mm. the line between religion and society, but religion and society were much one and a Has lot been of used to justify sex a lot of yeah. society yeah. are undisputably directly from religion. And you can't, nobody can possibly, you know, and when you try to argue this with religious people, they somehow just... Uh, go along the same lines of the fact that women have different roles and this is true to what they believe that women have different roles yeah. so inherently yes I mean they are by definition admission that they are sexist and maybe they don't think that's a problem because 
they see that then, it's true yeah, that they do have a different role being a woman. Yeah. But I would argue that that separate but equal the right isn't of other the same people, as equal. and therefore yeah. that's not okay. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same argument that people gave against, uh, like that gave in relation to apartheid, where it's like, oh no, we're just different. It doesn't mean that we're not equal. Yeah. We're just different, and that never exactly. means yeah. fair. Yeah. It never means equal. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was a good debate. Yeah. Um, so I think our next one will um, link in with religion. Um, Meg, our special guest today, has a tampon, tampoff, I believe. Tampon or tampoff. <laughs> <laughs> so we will vote. Love the name. <laughs> so there's no pressure, but we will vote yeah. whether, whether you have a legitimate point or not. And so therefore whether you have a tampon or whether you have a tampoff. And, and like again, Harriet tampon said, is good. Tampon is awesome. Tampoff justified. is like you're just being hysterical. <laughs> yeah. which, which could happen. <laughs> and like Harriet said last time or a couple of podcasts ago, it's not good to have a halfway house on this because that's not doing no, anything for you. Because <laughs> a tampon yeah. neither Ch- in nor out. Okay. <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable for everyone. We need to get to the bathroom. So we, we do need to get to that go in one of the ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so over to you, Meg. Okay. Well, no uh, pressure. Recently got engaged. Oh, congratulations. Oh, oh, Thanks. Uh, so she's also just had a puppy things are moving fast all change (laughs) Um, so obviously I've been looking at uh, wedding planning and the like uh, and I've had a couple of people uh, who are either related to me or I you know know them through people um, who have said so are you going to get married in a church and I uh, as we've said before uh, not religious really um, but my family is um, and I just Mm. think what a silly question or it, it sounds to me like a silly question mm. because I wouldn't even dream of getting married in church because it's just, I don't believe in it. So how can I say my vows in the eyes of God when I don't believe in God? Yeah, it's, you... it's, to me, that is just wrong. You don't want to go get married in his house. You don't exactly. believe in him. Exactly. And they're, exactly. they're beautiful buildings and so I can see the appeal, but when you're saying those words, I think it just totally, mm. yeah. I can't think of a word, word, but yeah. it's it's not right. Disingenuous. Yes. Yeah. Good and it, it, you know, I think your vows just mean less if, if mm. you're lying in them. Yeah, because yeah. you're already Great. lying about one thing. And do you think <laughs> maybe they even love them? I don't know. <laughs> do you do you so, think then that people should get married? Get, I think get married in the church that, that aren't religious. No, it really annoys me. This is this is my. <laughs> it really annoys me. Should it really annoy me? But we have a, a couple of friends that are getting married in church in July, and to my knowledge, neither of them have ever set foot in a church. So how on earth is it okay? It's when you have to now go getting to classes to be able to get married in a yeah, church. Yeah, you've had meetings with the yeah, and uh, uh, the yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she started off wrecked her. So yeah. No, we can all extrapolate from there. Filth. Filth. In, in certain churches as well, my colleague was saying, um, well, she was trying to get her son baptised, um, and she'd gone through the whole um, church route with her wedding and then decided against it at the end. But um, you have to donate quite a yeah. lot of money. Really? And the more yeah. you donate, the quicker the uh, the baptism will happen. Otherwise, but it's not you'll be pushed back. It's not, it's not bribery. It's, you know, it's just for God. You know, it's for God's sake. It's for Him. God's because work. richer parents should get their babies. You know, they need to go straight to registered under God for like yeah. I mean, they're at risk most, right, of dying. So do we? Do we think that that's? Uh, well, okay. So is it is it legitimate to get annoyed at people who are non-religious getting married in a church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Is it? Is it though? Because if, do they just want the structure? And do, if they, 
Okay, I agree. If you have to go to lessons beforehand, then it kind of just takes yeah, this whole point and like, demands this point I'm going to make. Yeah. But if it is just the architecture that you're like, right, I really love the architecture of this church, I'm not going to imbue myself and I'm just going to pretend that I don't believe that it's the house of God, but I'm still going to get married there. But you and if you can sufficiently... If you can sufficiently... I'm going to come and yeah. that. <laughs> if you can sufficiently remove yourself from that part of what that building's used for, then why not? I forgot that you still have to do the words. Yeah, you still have to do the words. You have to words. say in the eyes of God, don't and you? you have to yeah. Yeah. And you have to have the Vigilia. religious sound yeah. doing yeah. it. Yeah. And he has to say a whole sermon thing. Yeah. And sometimes, because they pick it as well, the sermon thing. Yeah. They can pick it about anything. They can yeah. do a thing on your wedding about, like, burning gays, if, <laughs> if they so wish. But can I be another devil's but advocate? It, so what about if your parents are super religious yeah. and they want to see that you are married in the eyes of God, even if you don't believe it? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, your wedding—that's my wedding. Yeah, yeah, I think I—I I, I think it was a slightly like it's on a spectrum, which I know is not what I should be saying for tampon tampon. But if—if uh, if people are like, oh, I'm not religious, but religion itself doesn't particularly bother you, or you don't think religion, you wouldn't mind the money that you're giving to this religious organization being used for whatever. Then it's like, okay, I wouldn't do what you're doing, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't respect yeah, you, you as a person. You don't have a strong opinion. Yeah. <laughs> But I wouldn't like it. I don't think you're doing so much damage. Well, no, you are doing damage. But well, not that damage. But you're giving. My point is, if you weren't particularly bothered, if you weren't objection, you didn't object against the church. But you were just like non-religious. So it's kind of like if you give loads of cash to a homeless person, and you think, well, if they buy drugs with it, I gave them the cash. It's up to them. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, but if you were like really against the church, but then just got married and was somehow then paid them a lot of money to do this, then that seems kind of. Very you, like you got married in front of God, and then you're like, it's just false. Yeah, it's it's really no, no, no. no. I, I take the fault, but if like one person chooses to be false, I'm like, well, it's I don't to... agree with you. And yeah, as I, well, say, I don't I think the church wouldn't... should allow it. Yeah, well, oh, well that's, that's another. Yeah, that's I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the church should have any say in anything. Yeah, yeah, I completely see your point. I mean, I, I completely agree. So, are we gonna are we gonna vote for tampon tampon? Yeah, I mean, I would say tampon on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, made a little smug smile. <laughs> She's passed the test. What about you two? I'm partially inserted. <laughs> Golly. I need to decide. What about you, Leanne? Do you tampon? In terms of my personal irritation, tampon. No, you, I don't really tampon. I mean, you wouldn't legislate. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to yeah. go. Yeah. I'm not going to prevent anyone from doing it, but it really is. Exactly. Me. I wouldn't, so exactly. I wouldn't legislate yeah. against yeah. it, but I would agree that it is. I mean, if I, if I could get married in literally Old Cathedral, must, which it, is absolutely yeah. beautiful and have nothing to do with religion, then I definitely would try yeah, and like do that. Yeah, like I said, the building but is stunning. I need to get nice you pictures. Have to, Unless it's religious people have been... Go, you know, going to church every Sunday for all yeah, their I'm lives. Sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm yeah. So they can get married in a beautiful building. I'm sure it's more so they can get married. Than <laughs> and then, more full than for doing all that shit. No, but I know, I know, but like, as in, if they truly believe it, and then but you not, could argue that marriage it itself is a sort of religious filter yeah, down, no. filter but down, water this is the down. Problem. We don't have a choice to not get married if we want the same rights. That's yeah. the issue. Exactly. Yeah, and I would just like to take this moment to say, why, why can heterosexual couples not get a civil ceremony? And they've been through the. And the thing is, the judge said you will get it eventually. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you know they will get it eventually because you see it's more progressive, do it now. But there's also, yeah, there's also a feminine argument to getting married in church when you don't believe in it. For example, if your parents are pressing you to get married in a church because they're religious, it's like, maybe you have a a lot of principles as to why you really do not want to get married in a church and it's wrong that you should be expected to get married in a religious setting when you really don't 
yeah. want to. Want to. And that yeah. your parents shouldn't want you to if you don't believe yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. What yeah. an unreasonable sort yeah. of pressure to put on somebody. Yeah. But I guess yeah. if they really, uh, I don't know. I'm but then if you don't anyway. believe, <laughs> yeah, we're all tampons. But if you don't believe in your, but and your parents do, then your your parents already think that you are not. You yeah, know. I mean, you're only going to be had anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, as I far mean, as my granny's concerned, we've been living in sin for the What's his answer? No, what just going to get married in a field and just seal the deal. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that one's uh, that covered. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, no, I agree. But I was actually going to ask you a question. This is really not related to podcasts. We can edit out. Um, <laughs> that was but good, good content. Yeah, that was yeah, very good. Um, we should have a good content bell. Ding. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was reading an article um, that came up on my Facebook about bridezillas. No, it's about bridezillas. Okay. And that all of her friends were getting married at the same time. She turned to write Bridezilla because she really cared about like canopies. And I just wanted to make sure that you guys weren't going to do that. Patty loves the canopies. I'm not going to lie. I was so, so loves on the canopies. <laughs> but it looks like we're not going to have canopies. So, I mean, no. what's the fucking point of anything? <laughs> oh, so when are you getting married? It's really November. November. Food. And when are you getting You're married? You're invited. June next year. Oh, thanks, babe. It's okay. June yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, was I went to even make that. I had another date. Where, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had to but, save the date. Yeah, I'm exactly. Okay. Like people keep people keep asking, and I'm like, wait for your fucking save the date. Where, where in a where field in Devon? In Devon. In a field. In, in a field. Awesome. Like it's a barn. In a yeah, field. but actually, okay. Megs, it's really cool. You're gonna you're not gonna have an aisle or anything, are you? Said maybe. I think that we yes. will have an aisle just for logistics. Do the salon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, like high five, everyone. Did yeah, because this is, yeah. On the point of feminism, I am not being given away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in yeah. the words yeah. of my nanny, not my granny, my nanny, like a table or a chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. She said. I always thought it was odd that, pe- that the, the, the father yeah. gives the yeah. daughter away like a table or a chair. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't sort of had the conversation with my away. parents. Probably. Yeah, I was considering having both parents. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm considering but, doing. But mum was like, sorry. <laughs> she was like... Proper traditional. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. I'd, I'd well, I'm going to have, have you guys talk me down. Oh, yeah, you guys and my mum. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. Um, yeah. So on, and um, you know, that's just an insight into our lives. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I mean, it's like we have actually got an episode which we'll have to probably get you guys back, um, Megan. Well, obviously you're on it anyway. Because I think June, June, we're talking about weddings and yes. the feminist parts of weddings Ooh. and what we're yes, so will include. Mm. So. I think Sorry, if you go to the Isle of Wight, you can get married as a civil partnership. Isle of Man, Isle of Man, Isle of Man got the separate part. But it's all recognised in the UK, I think. Yeah. So you still get them tax benefits. Exactly. But we're all doing it for. Cool. Yeah. So weddings. For more wedding chat, June's podcast. Um, so this time we are actually doing another um, section which we haven't done for a while mm-hmm. um, but actually there's a couple of Daily Mail fails and you haven't put one on here but the the Brexit or Lexit one was a massive Daily oh Mail oh. wasn't it just that was unbelievable um, yeah. yeah I just like the attempts to defend it as well like with yeah. Michael Goes Wife so this was the front, front page of Daily Mail yeah, on I Brexit think it was a Daily and Mail it was thing. where Nicola Sturgeon and the sun. Theresa May it's met yeah, to discuss yeah. Brexit and the Title and they were both sitting like, How I am now? For those that aren't, they can't see. Yeah, <laughs> Bethan is sitting crossed with her legs one over the other. Yeah, cracking on a pins. leather chair. 
Look at those lovely legs. Yeah. Showing um, them off in a tight yeah. dress. Who cares? <laughs> Flaunting her assets. Come away. Yes, resisting slut. <laughs> wow. We don't use that word. <laughs> Daily Mail does that. Yeah, disgusting is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just loved how yeah Theresa May went like her comment was like oh it was just a bit of a joke a bit of a laugh which is exactly what somehow men tell, yeah, tell you yeah. that you should react to yeah, when people exactly. make a frank feminist joke because sorry a sexist oh, joke <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise you know you just don't have a sense of humour yeah, like, yeah I've never laughed <laughs> yeah like, good point <laughs> but the fact she plays into it because it's not yeah, in her yeah. interest to like piss yeah, off yeah. the Daily Mail and it's like yeah, well, you are a woman of few principles and sometimes I really but she's just... a vicar's daughter and oh, she yes, lied won't call a general election definitely won't call a general election definitely won't <laughs> just slipped right out of it. <laughs> it was like it's because she went on a walking holiday to work. Yeah. Oh yeah, I found that one. <laughs> and just thought, yeah, we need one. Yeah. yeah. I heard that on the Today program. They had somebody like on that that like makes walks, and they're like, oh, she was probably walking makes around. Makes walks. This. Yeah, you know, they like write the walks up and stuff. Like, she was like speculating about so where she would have been walking at the time that she decided to make the snap election. I was like, what so is happening to the it. Today program? Somebody go and find Theresa May's morality that has been just lost yeah, somewhere in North was, Wales. Where did she lose that exactly? I don't know. <laughs> it was probably when she was walking around this nice craggy bit. I mean, who the fuck gives a shit? Oh, yeah. oh dear, but yeah, so Brexit or like it was a while ago. A terrible reflection that. on, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the media. On, journalism. And on Theresa May. Yeah. Because yeah. at least Nicholas Sturgeon was like, you know, didn't suck up to Daily mm. Mail about it. Yeah. Theresa bloody May. But a more recent Daily Mail fail, which was definitely was a Daily Mail fail, because mm. it was in the Daily Mail, um, <laughs> was around um, the Kardashians. In fact, there's been a couple. One was in the Evening Standard, but it wasn't necessarily a fail, it was just a fail of life <laughs> um, I mean there are everything that's wrong with women yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah Bethan you had one the, the, the reported yeah so I mean um, this was reported Kim. in the Daily Mail but I guess it is essentially a Kardashian fail yeah I was trying to alliterate Kardashian so, catastrophe Kada- uh, Kardashian catastrophe uh, and she essentially tweeted out to her followers this and then the Kim. Daily Mail reported it saying oh uh, Kim looking great on her um, what were the words flu diet flu diet hail that flu diet she What's a flu diet? Well, Elena, get, get ill. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, right? For my wedding diet, I got oh, really excited oh. when one of my colleagues had a sickness bug because she lost, like, a stone. And I was like, this, give it to me! Harriet. How do you lose a stone Harriet. when they... Harriet. When they Harriet. They... And just disclaimer, <laughs> do not do that. Don't do it. It's not good. But no, even... I don't even aspire to I didn't, do that. I didn't even get feminists the feel the... You know, sickness feels bug, just... so it's all fine. But was it more of an argument, like, even if you didn't lose all that weight getting ill, which you should all do on purpose, like, you would then just put it back on again unless you actually change your eating yeah. plan. The point yeah, is exactly. that, exactly. that Kim Kardashian as well... Tweeted, that should be the argument. Tweeted. Tweeted. <laughs> I mean, that's not the <laughs> main... <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a long-term loss, guys. <laughs> exactly. Like, but the thing is, Kim Kardashian tweeted to all of her followers, um, so glad I had this flu. Lost six pounds in time for this award ceremony. Lost six pounds in time for this award ceremony. Hashtag flu diet or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is just such she a terrible thing. Like, so, so, many, so many young uh, girls will be following that and being like... Yeah. The problem That's, is, that, and that is not healthy. How is that healthy? Yeah, but the problem is, she, being she's Ill. she's <laughs> being genuine. Though. That's the thing is, she she would genuinely be happy that she got ill so that she could lose weight. Yeah. Like I don't doubt that she 
is happier that she has lost weight somehow, but it, it's more of a... I mean, first of all, yeah, you should recognise your own responsibility as being, having a Twitter handle which is followed by... Oh, so but don't people. worry. Chloe Kardashian, her sister, really recognises her responsibilities. <laughs> I'm just going to segue into what Chloe Kardashian has recently done. So Chloe Kardashian, did you have a point at the end because I feel like I cut you at cut off? No, no, really. I mean, I think it's just more systematic of the pressure on girls. Oh, yeah, no, it yeah. is. It is. And, um... Linked to that, and her sister Chloe Kardashian, um, she used to be a bit bigger apparently. I mean, I've never seen her fat, if I'm honest. And they say the camera puts on a few pounds, so. <laughs> but I've never seen her. How many cameras was on her? Sorry, no. was, she's never been big. She's been, she's been your classic, yeah. in inverted commas, curvy girl. Yeah. Um, so she's probably like my size, size 12 probably. Mm. Anyway, when she was bigger, she it was this article in the London Evening Standard, which was about how she's um, releasing a new range of jeans and it's breaking the mould because it's a plus size range or it will go up to plus sizes, but they won't call them plus size. It's just like for curvy girls and the sizes aren't, they don't say plus size on it, it'll just say the sizes and I don't know, in a more positive framework, which is great. You I know, have a question. You can buy clothes which don't necessarily designate you as being, you know, the wrong side of either spectrum. What yeah. size is the beginning of plus I size? I have no idea. Oh. I have no idea. Exactly, I don't know. These days it's probably 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically, she she'd obviously been interviewed by by the Evening Standard, and or they were quoting her anyway. And she was talking about how when she was bigger, she's created this range of jeans because she wants girls to be able to dress and look good no matter what size they are. And she referenced the fact that she, when she had been bigger, there were stylists for whatever award ceremonies they go to, who would be would refuse to dress her, which is really bad. And apparently, Melissa McCarthy, Melissa, Mel- Melanie, Melissa McCar- Mcar- <laughs> McCarthy, I'm not going to help you. Melissa <laughs> McCarthy, yeah, yeah. Some and she's, she's bells, also but... referenced the fact that she often um, really struggles to get stylists to dress her because she's a bit bigger, and they don't want to dress them in their dresses mm. because they don't think they'll look as good. Oh, so um, it'd be like bad rep for them. Yeah, to see exactly. Dress on a in, in, person who wasn't just skin and bone. Yeah, exactly. So Chloe Kardashian was like, and now they're just because now she's lost weight. Um, now they're just running up to you know, and they just they're like, oh Chloe, Chloe, we really want to style you for this event. She's like, no, fuck off because you didn't style me when I was bigger. She was like, I looked beautiful before and I look beautiful now. Great sentiment. Next sentence. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian who presents revenge body where contestants go on lose weight and then parade themselves in a bikini in front of their ex Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and it was more you cannot just say in the same Hmm. sentence you thought you were beautiful when you were bigger and you're now skinnier but actually everyone looks great whatever size they are and you currently present a show which is called revenge on the ex or something like that where contestants go on They've their boyfriend has split up with them or girlfriend. I think it's both sexes, but I'm not sure. It's Have split that, up. That they've then lost weight, and then they yeah. exactly. So yeah. were they beautiful before? Or is the fact that it's revenge because what you've now got a better personality later on? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, dieting yeah, yeah. can I mean, really improve that your is personality. Wrong message in terms of like. <laughs> no, I'm now, now you feel <laughs> bad about the fact that, that you, you know, dump me because now I'm beautiful. I've got less fat. Yeah, so therefore I'm worth more to you because what I look better on your arm now. I don't know. So I was just like, it was just funny because obviously yeah. she she was coming. She was really trying to portray, and with this jeans range, she's clearly trying to get this image of mm. she's someone who, um, all sizes, yeah. you know, girls, girl power, all of this, yeah. and actually you're not because you're also presenting a show, and also you are and doing all of this stuff to make yourself. You've you lost weight. 
to look good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think I wouldn't be against, for example, some reality TV show which is to do with people losing weight isn't necessarily bad, but it's when you so obviously tie your weight to your value as a person. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's which is exactly what she's doing. Which is, yeah. you know, like... It's not it, like boot camp. It's literally like you're doing it so you can get back with you. Yeah. You can get yeah. revenge on your ex. Yeah. So, that was a fail. Not necessarily by the Daily Mail, so let's not be too harsh on them, but... My Chloe. But, right, like, just let's dude, still... Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> So, so many so many things. <laughs> so many things to the Daily Mail that just, no. But you are right in terms of what is plus size as well, like things these days, and it's the way that they call them plus size, and you're like, well, that just immediately makes me feel like if I'm wearing that, then I'm not the right size. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're calling it some different size Something that they couldn't possibly measure, you know? <laughs> like they, you you can't don't have a size for it because it's plus yeah. size. Yeah. yeah. And I think the point well, is... Because yeah. every woman has a different shape body as yeah. well yeah, exactly and you know what I find really irritating as a five foot two person so when I go to the petite section they they seem to think that petite, petite means dimensions yeah, yeah means really really size skinny 10 as well petite is not the same as no. a size 10 normal um, mm. like just, just mostly... quite a to get them over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly they'll mostly stuck like size six and size eight and you're yeah. like you can be I'm short still... a little bit round okay? <laughs> <laughs> I still have bosoms. yeah it's yeah. very very annoying yeah. And I, I think I think on the on the issue with weight because I have had a lot of arguments with male friends, especially some of them that are obsessed with the gym, about um, about weight and woman and how it's not bad to call people fat somehow because you know women. Uh, like it is unhealthy for some women to be so fat and this is a slightly different argument also we got into he was he he claimed that BMIs were sexist because you can have a higher you can have a higher body fat percentage as a woman and not be classified as fat I'm like that's just biology we're supposed to have he's like look at this this is 10% this is 10% exactly I was like I can't believe we're having this conversation but anyway um and we got into a lot of stuff about oh he they were just some dicks about some of my friends and I was just yeah but anyway um but it's, that's a more general point in misunderstanding is that of course if you are like very overweight mm. then that is not good not and okay. you should be encouraged to, but the point is girls are seeing as a norm as not a size 12 and not as a BMI of about 23 mm. 24 but as a BMI of 18 and that's where the problem is and yeah. the problem is that, you know of course there's always some pressure for people to lose weight and in some cases it would be good for people to lose weight but first of all it shouldn't be seen that they should lose weight to increase their value as a human being yeah, it should be seen that they lose point. weight to increase to their healthiness healthy. yeah, yeah and to feel better within themselves exactly and then the fact that you also have the unhealthy implication that people are trying to aim too low and the case yes. is yeah. anorexia and underweight people and people die from this it's not like because yeah. the other thing as well there's pressure on guys to look muscular I'm like Yes, and, and there are also some people who have like gym dysmorphia who go who always work out too much and stuff. But first of all, I haven't met many guys who at the age of six or seven are already saying I'm not muscly enough, unlike with yeah. female girls yeah. thinking they're overweight. Yeah. Secondly, less people, in both cases are bad, but you also have to recognise that in one case, like, yes, you're working out a lot, but in the case of not eating, you're continuously in a state you're of pain starving and starving and then you die. Yeah. And I'm not saying, the, the, the mental aspects are quite similar, yeah. but also you have to recognise that... Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely, and I, I hate yeah. the fact that when I look in the mirror, like, it's not that I, th- I, I know that I don't, I'm not fat, but I hate the fact that society tells me that when I look in the mirror, I must always think, oh, Judge. I could probably do with a bit of mm-hmm. losing a bit of weight mm-hmm. here or there. And it doesn't matter because I'm, I'm perfectly happy within myself, but actually, you know, I'm strong-willed enough to know, actually, even if I put on yeah. a bit of weight, I'd probably still look fine. And that would be fine, but I'd want to lose a bit of weight. But is that because I want to be happy because I want to be happy with how I look? And that's actually because someone's telling me that I should be a certain size. It's yeah. not like yeah. nice to think actually 
Yeah, I mean, I, some I, of your I'm happiness comes from the fact that yeah. you want to look in a yeah. certain way. Time, you're seeing images yeah. all the time in society. You not look like that. Yeah. <laughs> you just think other people are going to compare you to other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's almost like a competitiveness. Yeah, yeah. that in my head yeah. it's like you know, and there is a nice feeling like about pushing yourself so hard, and you know, there's a sport, and you like lose mm. loads of weight and stuff, but like. For that to be an obsession, it's just like your quality of life goes down so much. And yeah, and as soon as you stop be being able to not do that... No, that's too many double negatives. As soon <laughs> as you stop being able to like just sit down and relax because you're suddenly like, oh, actually, yeah. I can't yeah. just you have You go to your restaurant and get this pizza and you yeah. don't panic. You know, like, yeah. It can be like very all-consuming yeah. of your life if you let it, you know... You know, I saw, I saw something really nice on Facebook the other day where um, somebody had commented on like a an Instagram photo of somebody saying oh my god I wish I looked like this and the person in the in the photo said yeah I, I don't that. even look like this this is airbrushing and yeah, I wish I was looking like this yeah yeah and she's like, yeah. I, I don't this is hours in the makeup chair and a lot of airbrushing post so I don't even look like this it's yeah. it's all of these like unattainable standards that we hold ourselves to and, and even though we know that they're unattainable you still you still for it. Yeah. Strive for it. airbrushing for example is an area where like you just can't even argue that's a good thing. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I do it is because it sells, because people want to see pretty, sexy ladies which yeah. just sell things. But, like, for example, when Britney Spears did her thing of, like, airbrushed and not airbrushed, which is very commendable, I think, yeah. of her. And, like, it also just shows, you know, yeah, people people have cellulite. She's and, human. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's... There was a thing around... Someone said how many times... How many photos it had to take to put this one photo on Instagram, and it was something like 200 photos. Yeah. Yeah, they spent two hundred times. They'd done it to get the perfect photo yeah. to put on Instagram, as if, and it was one of those photos. Like, oh, I've just taken it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Ca- captured thing. the moment. I think, and I, they like said, a lot can be said for the the way that you present yourself online and the pressure you feel to present yourself a specific mm. way. Yeah, and everyone else sees that portrayal of people and sort of aspires to it, regardless of like, oh, somebody said something like it's. Everybody only sees the finished product and nobody sees the um, bits in between. Yeah, the background reel. What's it called? Yeah. Takes and stuff. Yeah. So um, we've actually come to the end of our mm. podcast unless anyone has any final thoughts. No, I don't think so. No, no. no. Thanks for having me. No, no Thanks for It's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming again on our second podcast. Your third, this will be. Impromptu. Impromptu <laughs> um, guest. So <laughs> this has been brought to you by the Rational Feminist. This is Grace and Overies. Um, we are ably assisted um, by Rob, who is part of Real Film, and we're part of a collection of podcasts that is... There's a there's podcast a po- for that, Productions. Yeah. So there's a number of other podcasts that um, friends, acquaintances, etc. have been doing, so you should check them out. There's Current Affairs shows, which is the um, Fortnightly Forum. Fortnightly Forum, yeah. Um, there's film reviews at... Real, real film, film. Um, and, and there's game reviews at Pixel, Pixel Perfect, Perfect. Yeah. Um, and we will um, be endeavouring to get our next podcast out in the next few weeks um, to keep you all interested so do tune in uh, next month where we'll be chatting um, about all things friendship so the special bond between women um, also um, friendships with men um, and all, all things friendship uh, relating to feminism of course uh, we've also got um, an election special Um, as the June election is coming up and also it's the month of May uh, which is of course the name of our Prime Minister Um, so we've got a special podcast where we're talking about feminism in uh, politics and we've got some guest speakers uh, for that episode so uh, do tune in and they should be released very soon Will June be the end of May? (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. The, yes, yeah, sorry, the May, the May podcast, because our Prime Minister right yeah. <laughs> is Theresa May, will be about Theresa May, it'll be about May, it'll be about politics more generally. Yeah. Um, but for now, much. Meg? See ya. Alinev? <laughs> Bye. Harriet? Bye. And Bathan? Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.